for episode three of the Lift Her podcast. Uh, this is our podcast about lifting others up. We're trying to find uh, things that inspire us and share it with anyone who's willing to listen. And uh, my name's Katie. And I'm Janet. <laughs> and today we're lifting Mariah Moore. Uh, she's co-director of, most recently, the Redeemed and Dominant. It's a movie documentary on the CrossFit Games um, in the past Fittest on Earth as well, too, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and... Congratulations, because it's like the top five documentaries of t 2018 thus far. Thank you. Yeah, no. and that's it's like cool. right behind the Obama documentary <laughs> and this other documentary that's like how to survive in prison. So <laughs> congrats. <Okay. laughs> I don't know what that says about it. But <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's in my queue to watch. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for driving down here or yeah. up here. We're, we're up, up here. <laughs> we're in Dublin <laughs> um, making the drive. From Santa Cruz. Not a big deal at all. The traffic was horrendous. Yeah. Yes. It was yep. so bad. Are you originally from the Bay? Are no, you? I'm oh, actually okay. from a little bit south, so oh. um, Santa Barbara. Oh, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So moving to Santa Cruz was actually, you know you're spoiled, like where you grew up, when yeah. moving to Santa Cruz is like a sad thing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you're, the weather is probably not quite as great as Santa Barbara, right? No, not, yeah. no. Exactly. The beach isn't not as... Uh. That's crazy, because everybody gravitates to Santa Cruz every time it's nice yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is nice there, though. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love it down there. And what made you move to Santa Cruz? Uh, the job. So working for CrossFit. Oh, really? So yeah. um, were you in school in Santa Barbara? And so, uh, yeah, actually, I, I was. But it was only like I had only been doing like a year and a half of like community college. Mm -hmm. I wasn't actually like a full-time student or anything like that. I had a part-time job. I was a barista, of course. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, uh, I had just started attending a gym, or I actually had been there for like a year and a half or two years. And um, one of the, the guys that I worked out with, his brother, um, just had just started working for CrossFit. And so um, he told me that this internship had opened up. Oh, oh cool. HQ. So you started with an internship there. I did. Oh, I started so from the cool. very bottom. I was going to say, like, how did you, like, what experience did you come in with? Like, oh, any? None. Oh, none. Oh, I, so I bullshitted cool. my way up. Yeah. Oh, nice. it, was, it was like, I was Take like, yeah, I can do it. that. I think a lot of people at CrossFit did that. <laughs> so it's cool. <laughs> very true. I When I entered into working for CrossFit, I was very entry level. They're like, you'll get the hang of it. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, how it goes. Okay. I mean, that's one of the coolest things about working for HQ is it's like they... It's such a, it's a really great place to go and to just like grow. Yeah. You, they just, they give you a lot of room to grow and develop. They really want to see you succeed, like in whatever it is you're, that you're doing for the company. Yeah, They're totally. Just, they don't, they don't, they, they're excited. And so they encourage you. No, that's so that's cool. awesome. So you went in not having any aspirations to direct or anything? No, or did I did. I did. Um, so I had been a, um, a uh, second photographer mm -hmm. or a second shooter to my mom, who was a professional photographer oh, wow. from the age when I was like 11. And I started shooting with her at like, I think 12 years old, 11 or 12 oh, years so old. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. And what then a fun hobby. It was, it was a ton of fun. <coughs> I loved it. I loved doing photography. And, and then it was like, it kind of went from me helping her out to me starting to do my own thing. And the way that, um, so me and my sisters would do photo shoots <laughs> yeah. and so we nice. do these themed photo <laughs> shoots and it, so it was always this goal for me to like figure out how to tell a story through a photo and then I was like well I could just start doing video and I <laughs> that'll got, get everything yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like, wait a minute that's so much easier it's not <laughs> but I thought it was yeah. and so I really got into film and then I got all it was, I'm such I, I was like obsessed with the Batman movies. Yes, like nice. obsessed. Wait, are you excited about Marvel: Infinity War? No. Oh, okay. Let's no. talk about something else. 
just, interview's I, I, over. I'm done. I'm done. We're done. That was my last question. No, no, no. See, those movies, the Batman movies, were just, they were so, like, I've always loved, like, comic books. Like, right. I just grew up on those well, kinds of so things. So, specifically, which Batman movie? The George Clooney one? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Who liked that one? Oh, the nipple suit. <laughs> That's the only thing. Was it, was Why did you suggest suit? that one? It's just, I gotta know. Like, we're yeah, getting to know Mariah. Are. I have to make these decisions. I gotta she know. brings up the worst Do Batman. I, I just, I look like someone that's into a nipple suit, don't I? <laughs> that's so the you're issue. talking about like Dark Knight series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, obviously, of course, Katie's out. Hello. <laughs> She's like, where's this going? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I loved it because it was so different mm-hmm. from any other superhero movie ever. Mm-hmm. And then from that, I developed an obsession with the director. And then I was like, I want to do film. This is what I want to do. What he does. That is so, so that's cool. Christopher yeah. Nolan, right? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So he's my all-time favorite. He was. I will never forgive my mom because when I was like. 15 years old he was going to be at the Santa Barbara Film Festival and it was 100 bucks to go and she, and she wouldn't let me spend my money on it because ah. she was like it's just a phase you, you're not going to care and then your oh, money no. will be gone and now I'm 24 years old and I'm like remember that mom? <laughs> it's not just a phase I still I still and she's like whatever well Christopher Nolan if you're listening yeah, if you're out there listening one of our 10 if listeners We've got a fan here. (laughs) (laughs) Big fan. (laughs) So that's cool. So then um, you're interning at CrossFit HQ. Um, How does the director role come into play? Oh, man. That was, that that took a minute to get to that position. Um, So when you come in as an intern, you work for um, the update show team Mm -hmm. and you do really basic things and they kind of, you pretty much, you're just doing anything and everything and they they kind of they're like okay today you're gonna wrap cables tomorrow you're gonna man the camera and the next day you're gonna edit and maybe then you'll try to some audio and whatever it is that you um are good at they'll kind of hone in on that skill Hmm. and that that's what you'll be doing i for me i i kind of came in with um in a a unique position in the sense that, like, I knew what I wanted to do. Like, at that point, I was like, I want to be a director. Yeah. Like, I know what I want to be doing. But you can't really say that to them yet. No, you can't (laughs) say that to them. You just got to be not good at wrapping cables, (laughs) right? (laughs) No, it was quite the opposite. I tried my hardest to be as good. Good for you. The best cable wrapper ever. Exactly. That's such a CrossFit mentality. Crazy good at everything. I was like, I'm going to crush this. That's why they hired you. Like that and that energy, I guarantee they were like, she doesn't know anything, (laughs) but watch this. Hey, could you wrap those cables? (laughs) Yeah. Look at her. She's just getting after it. Yeah. You're hired. Aggressively wrapping cables. (laughs) To do this, to do whatever. Like, (laughs) I just swear that they look for that. They look for the heart. They look for the passion. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was so, yeah. So I did that. And then it was little things where it was like, I was definitely the kind of person though, where I was like, I think it can be viewed poorly a lot where it's like you know hey Mariah stay in your lane a little bit because I was like I could do this oh, I that's do that so too. Me too oh uh, god yeah. and they're kind of like I ah, know let them do their job I'm like yeah but I could do it yeah. and so it was like it started I wanted to be making videos yeah I didn't want to I didn't want to be editing like the update show is awesome yeah. and what they're doing is awesome but it just wasn't something that fulfilled me right and I knew that from the get-go it's different it's like news versus you know film where yeah, it's like right. there's the art yes. behind it uh-huh. versus this is just this is to like get information yes. and like obviously they want it to be visually appealing yeah. and and interesting but it's not there's not an art form in the same way it's no. very much more um you know precise and right. yeah. t- I think there's some people that thrive in that yeah they don't want oh, the art sure. part of it yeah. that just drives them insane so. yeah I know I, I I totally yeah it's crazy. But I'm sure you learned a lot in that oh, environment sure. that you could use, yeah. right? Yeah. You you learn how to work really hard even though y- you aren't excited about what you're doing. Yeah. And that's 
that was like that's just a really valuable thing to have anyway mm-hmm. yeah. so it was like a really good thing to learn but um yeah so i think just like from the get-go you know how like there's people in crossfit where it's like <laughs> you know they, they come in and they're like oh i could do a box jump oh i could do a muscle up and then they do try to do it and they can't actually do it yeah oh, or like oh. i can do a handstand and yeah. i'm like no, no. Yeah. and so they're like lawn darting their head into the <laughs> ground as i like dive under them with yeah. a pillow yeah no, you can't they're like that. i saw you do it right. yeah, so i could so probably easy. and yeah. then they start to go upside down yeah like, there's like nothing alone. that's <laughs> there's nothing that scares me more <laughs> and they're like i saw one i'm totally capable of doing it so that's how i that was you you were the handstand guy but not Oh, I was like, def- I was definitely the handstand guy, like in with CrossFit film. anyway. But oh like, I was really <laughs> nice. like that with film. Wow. So I was like, I could totally do that, and I'd try to do it, and I, it was complete shit. But I was like, <laughs> I can do it. You know, I'm do it just as good. And I tried not to be. Co- I'm sure I came off as cocky, but it was more of me just trying to be confident. Sure. And so it was like kind of two years of like me trying to find my way and going to Tyson a lot because at that point I had worked. I wasn't working. He he. So Tyson Oldroyd. Um, is the coordinating producer for um, core content. Right. So anything that's not um, update show or live production, he mm-hmm. is in charge of all of that. So wow. he manages all that. He manages all the producers that create that content. Yeah. And also so the nicest guy in the whole world. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> he's okay. I'm yeah. not biased. <laughs> he's okay. I don't know. But um, yeah, so it was like <laughs> six months in, I was going to Tyson and being like, hey, can I do videos for you yeah. on the side? And he's like, uh, yeah, <laughs> be careful not to like step on anyone's toes. Oh. But but go ahead. So I'd start doing con- like doing things for him, and then. So does that mean like you were coming up with your own content ideas wise? Yes. I'm just gonna. I have an idea. I'm gonna go film it. Yeah. And edit it. Yes. And show it to you, and then you'll either reject it. Yes. Or be like, okay, I guess. Yeah. No, oh, that's wow. exactly how it wow. Went. Yeah. I and this was on your like your spare time. Like you still had to do the yeah, update. Do- update. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is when you weren't wrapping yeah. cords yeah, religiously. Yeah. I knew what I wanted, and at that point, wow. I, I had just moved. What, I was like nine, or I had just turned twenty. I had no friends up there, so I was like, I have all the time in the world. I might as well. You didn't make friends with all the hippies in Santa Cruz? No, (laughs) not really. That's weird. I'm such a hippie at heart, though. I really am. Not like the dirty hippie, but like the That's what Santa Cruz is, though. Snub hippie. (laughs) You know, know, like I'm too good for There's none of those in Santa Cruz. Not GMO. I'm totally that. That's okay. It's pretty bad, though. Yeah, but that's not (laughs) as crunchy as Santa Cruz. That's that's a whole other level of crunchy granola. They're like showers. Oh, I call it earthy crunchy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm earthy crunchy. Yeah. Like, really bad. But you're not like dirty granola. No, no, no. (laughs) Dirty granola. I've never even heard that term I just made it up. (laughs) You get it. Yeah. That sounds like something that would be a thing in Santa Cruz. You know, Volkswagen bus driving around Santa Cruz. Yes. Yes. Needles in the sand. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know. I get that. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So, anyway. So, did you... You didn't have any friends and you were... I mean, (laughs) you had no friends. (laughs) You're working... Like what? I mean, like what are the hours at the job? It varies. varies, right? Like now it's different. So like back then, when I was on the update show, it was it was pretty consistent. It was pretty consistent, like nine to five. They didn't. Right. They don't. God, HQ's so like, God, it's the, it's like the best job. Yeah. It really is. It's just a crazy, awesome atmosphere. And they're like, you can leave just as soon as you know, just get your work done. Yeah, yeah. And you don't That's have to also be here. The best jobs. And yeah, it's awesome. But then it's also it's like we have our season where it's like, right. mm-hmm. where it you gets know, I'm gonna work you know get in at 8 30 and leave by three o'clock every day cause right i know that regionals is going to come up and i'm gonna have 16 hour days all day seven yeah. days in a row it's crazy yeah so well when you were starting to do the stuff on the side like what was the first thing that that you started like what was your first project that you decided to yeah. like wow them with i so it, what actually 
I uh, I went to Tyson. I was like, hey, um, I'm there's this guy at the gym, my home gym, and it was a crazy story. He was the dad of the gym owner, and he, um, I can't remember his story correctly. I just remember that he he like had gone for a run, and he like collapsed, and he had like a spinal issue, and he was paralyzed from the waist down. Whoa. Yeah, he was paralyzed for it was like a certain amount, maybe it was a couple weeks or something like that, like completely paralyzed. And he was like, no, I'm going to get back, you know, I'm going to get back to walking. I'm going to do something. So he had, like, a surgery. And then he was just slowly using CrossFit to, like, rehab. And, like, it took him a while, but he started doing pull-ups. He started he started walking. He started oh running. He competed in the open a year later. Like, wow. craziness. And I was like, we got to do a story on him. Yeah. This is nuts. Yeah. And so Tyson's like, cool, you want to shoot it? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, great, bring me back a product. You know, take the, whatever gear you need and... Yeah. And, you know, bring something back. And yeah. that was about six months into me being an intern there. Oh, so. dang. That was early. It was so really is early. Is your family still in Santa Barbara? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're all still down there. Yeah. So that was an easy trip down. Yeah. It was it. just like, I'm yeah. just going to go. It was like a nice, like, I did it over a weekend. Because I was like, I can't take away from my actual job. Yeah. So I did it over a weekend. Did it work out? Did they publish it? Like, yeah, did they post it? Yeah, it was great. It, it was awesome. It, I, go, I can't watch it now. It was complete rubbish. And <laughs> I look back on it, I'm just like, oh, God, that was so bad. Like, what part? Whatever. Like, go like, back we'll to the original it. CrossFit videos yeah. oh, that are this like big bad. on the computer and, like, <laughs> grainy like, and it was awful. Shot on, like, it was shot on, on something that you have. Hey. <laughs> Wait, is that not a good... No, that's, that's the great. best of the best Costco has to offer. <laughs> no, it's a good camera. The Kirkland I Cannon. I actually think that might have been that. Is the red button even on anymore? Oh no! Did the oh, oh dear. Well, oh, at least well. we got the audio reaction <laughs> to looking at a camera. We were just looking at it, guys. It's not. It's we're not consistently recording. On the did you, know, you actually ever difficulties. start recording? Yeah, I did. Oh, that and I was. I watched long. the time go, so I knew it was going. But uh, so let me let me check if the podcast is recording. Yeah, do something yeah. the bars. That's, All right. that's still going. So if you listen to us consistently, yeah. three episodes in, you know that we have <laughs> plenty of technical difficulties. And so today I was like, oh, we have Mariah. She can help us out. Okay. And I was like, oh, we have Mariah. Oh, my God. I'm going to look like a complete idiot. So I started setting this up at 6 a.m. It's 5 p.m. now. And it's still not working right yeah, yeah i was i was compl- i was of no use no whatsoever. you were i love that you're like i'll get it in post like very yeah. <laughs> she legit is gonna edit this I so know. that all three of you can listen it's it's <laughs> christopher it's nolan two pick. yeah hey now that's my man <laughs> it's like she's gonna edit it so that our parents can hear it better <laughs> my mom doesn't listen to this she doesn't oh, really? English. come for, on for, for my sure mom my will. mom will listen to it oh hey pat yep <laughs> no problem for sure uh, she'll be all excited. She knows who Tyson is. She's like, oh, I've met him before. Everybody knows everybody Tyson. Knows yeah, Tyson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody knows Tyson. Everybody knows Jesse. Jesse, yeah. Everyone yeah. does know Jesse. Yeah. But. Cool. And so um, I remember one of your other videos, Chromosomally Enhanced. That one, like, really, like, you have a really good way of capturing emotion. Um, was that one of your earlier videos? Yeah, that was a definitely an earlier one. That one hit pretty close to home because I have um, a little sister and now a little brother with um, yeah. Down syndrome. That's awesome. Like, tell us about that because it was kind of a huge part of your life at that time. Oh, yeah. So, Olivia, she's three years old now. That's my little sister. I had never had a relationship with anybody with DS before. Mm. And so, when I, when, and we didn't, there was no like pre diagnosis that she had it whatsoever. Um, So, when my mom had her, my mom's a little bit older, Mm. I was devastated. I was devastated. I cried. I was like, 
it was there was this moment after she was born where and at this point well, I was 21 you know yeah. so I was like I hadn't lived in the house you know right. I, was, I had been gone but I was still really sad because I felt like wow like she's not th- this is this isn't even a human being like right. you just it gave birth like to a vegetable a l- baby a let down it feels yeah. like such a bad it has yeah. this total stigma that it's a just this massive it's a negative yeah. horrible yeah because like, that's like it's like your kid has cancer. Yes. It's like yeah. this, it's this terminal type of yes. viewing, like, oh, well, you'll yeah. never get There's away from that. Yes. Yeah, your life and is going to be totally different. Right. Yeah. And that's, and that's actually, that, that's a, like, so like the comparison to cancer is really funny because it really, like, there's this one thing that bothers me that people do is they call Olivia um, a Down syndrome baby. Hmm. So they put this label on her as though you are a Down syndrome baby. I'm like, no, you can't say that. That's yeah. like saying, Oh, look at your cancer baby. Yeah, exactly. It's just something that right. they have. It's not who they right. are. Right. Would they say that if say someone had like uh, any type of physical like you have a you have a paralyzed baby? Yes. Like, excuse me? <laughs> like I have a baby. Period. Yes. Like my baby may or may not be able to walk when it gets older. Right. But I, have a, I just have a baby. Right. I don't have a paralyzed baby. Like that's right. that's awful. And like and now it's like this stigma that you have to wear as like something I did or yes. oh my god. I yeah. Can't. A lot of people have given my mom a hard time because they're oh, like, well, awful. she has Down syndrome because she's older. You know, my mom's older, and I'm like, maybe. <laughs> How many but siblings do you have? I have. Oh, you I made have a face a lot like of you lost count. <laughs> well, they just—they just did it. They just. This adopted. is why I wish the camera was on. <laughs> <laughs> if you Usually guys could see this. Hey, How many brothers do you have? She lost you count. Know, right? I think she I lost count. Say some of their names. <laughs> oh God! I actually have to like go down the list. I believe oh, I really? have. Yeah, I have like wow. eight si- eight siblings. How do you not know this? Because it's... Uh, I mean, that is a big number, but... That is a big, big number. number. It's always I like, mean, is there eight I or there nine Maybe call us? mom on the way yeah. home and double check. <laughs> Wait, let me count really quick. I have my older sister than me. I'm the second oldest. Okay. So there's a lot I guess there's me. a lot oh, to wow. a lot to forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's nine of us. Nine of you. Yeah. And everyone's, like, close in age except the little... No, like, so the there baby was... Or? I have a, uh, a 27-year-old sister. I'm 24. And then there's a 22-year-old sister. Those are all similar, right? Close yeah, those grouping. are close. Then there's a six-year gap, and there's another three that were really close. Three, and three. And then there's another six-year okay. gap, and then, and then there's another three. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's nine, by the way. So you you're, you so have, I have eight. eight siblings. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and then one's there's nine of us. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, one of them, the last one. Is when was the last time you were all in one room? Like, does oh, that all happen? the time. That's Everybody's so, so cool. young. That's Everybody's so cool. Everybody's so young still. We're, it's such a young family. So wait, family. the middle three, like, in s- high school or yes. still school uh, age? Yeah. Uh, 16, okay. 16, 15, and... Oh, that's crazy. 12? 16, 14, and 12? So then is your young your sister the youngest, the, the three-year-old? Olivia? No. no. Olivia is... Well, she oh, no, was. you have a brother now. Ad- that's yeah, right. They adopted okay. um, Samuel, oh. and he's six months younger than her. Oh, how yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, so anyway, kind of close in age. Yeah, but yeah. it was just... Anyway, so like back to like the whole Down syndrome aspect of it, we were... It, there was about 24 hours of being sad and then it was like oh, okay whatever yeah you know this is great she's great totally and she has turned out to otherwise be completely healthy right she's like the physically craziest, every, yeah greatest <laughs> just human being in the entire world Aww. so this is actually like how like tyson and i like really like our our relationship started we just started like being really close yeah. after she was born um, i was devastated about it and he called me because he has an older brother with down syndrome does oh, he I didn't yes know. I didn't know that. he's, he's 50 had you known four. that uh, Before I think he called I did you? because oh, okay. Tyson's obsessed with his brother. <coughs> so Tyson called me and he's like, you don't understand how 
great your life is about to become. Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? You're still in like almost the morning yes, phase. Yes, it was it, like yeah. this morning phase. He's like, no, you don't understand. Yeah, She's going to be the greatest thing that's ever happened to your family. Oh. And it's like, people don't realize that if they don't have a relationship with someone with BS. Mm. But she really, really is. Like, uh, my family's they're religious. And so I'm like, oh, I look at Olivia and I'm like, that's how people that's how were intended to be. be. Yeah. Like just, just love, right? She's just, just love, just, just love. love and yep. affectionate, and like forgiving and happy all the time. <laughs> oh, that's and awesome. don't get me wrong, like there's no like it's not just everybody with DS is like that because Samuel's no. a little shithead and he's always <laughs> he's great, we'll he's but he's not. He's not like a happy-go-lucky loving. He's oh. he's a, just a grumpy little old man. But <laughs> Olivia's just perfection. Oh my goodness, oh. they're both oh. awesome. So that's and so you guys cool. adopted Samuel and you had made a, like a GoFundMe video yeah. that made me cry. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh good. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like again, like the way you capture emotion and the, the yeah. like the way you captured Olivia in that video and like it honestly made me want to go out and adopt like ten <laughs> TS babies. Like, this is like so magical. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So. so tell us about that process. Just making the video, making the video, and like getting Samuel. Uh, it was just like a long process. It took almost two years and wow. a lot of money and a lot of stress. And yeah, I mean, all the work was on my parents' part. They did yeah. everything. Wow. But that's crazy how your parents already had eight kids at the time. Yeah, yeah. and they're like, "Well, we gotta, we have to." Yeah, do they have to do one. something. Yeah. Where? Wait, what? Um, I don't understand quite like what the money was. Like why it had to cost money? Where's he from? Where was he from? Poland. Okay, so that's yeah. why, right? So in an international adoption, if I'm mistaken, like international adoption can cost a ton of money. Yes. But in domestic, I thought was not too. It's not. It's bad, much right? much cheaper okay. to adopt from um, domestically. Okay. But they opted for um, internationally, and they adopted. Cool. They they chose to adopt from the most expensive place because oh, wow. those kids are being less pursued because they're oh. so expensive oh. to get. Wow. So you wouldn't think that that was no. the case. Yeah. No. Nobody wow. wants to spend 60 grand on getting Crazy. a kid. Yeah. yeah. So so they did that. that was wow. Cool. That is very cool. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. That's really awesome. Cool. Yeah. So you got have all these videos now under your belt. And then so now when do you get the balls to be like, hey, time to direct here. <laughs> uh, I think so. Like I had at that point. So it was like I think I was like I had been working for or been an intern for about a year and I had been asking Tyson for so much work that I kind of like I made myself very known to him like yeah. hey I'm capable of these things and so when Heber my coworker Heber mm -hmm. Cannon he's one of the, the other, other directors he started working on his Froning film mm -hmm. he he was taking it on by himself which is a crazy task to do in the first place and he needed some help editing yeah so um, Tyson was like well you know here's Mariah she's been helping me out with yeah. some stuff lately and so um, I started editing with Heber and I worked oh, nice. really closely with Heber and oh, did very about half cool. the documentary. So you started editing while he was still filming? Like it was no, so we had all the footage okay. at that point. And so okay. now but we now it's about build a story. Yeah, now we, was, we spent, there was a lot of late nights, just him and I, just standing in front of his whiteboard with post-it yeah. notes trying to figure out where we were going to put each scene and how the storyline was going to work. And it was one of the coolest things. I loved it. It was so cool. That is so interesting because like I don't think of it that way when I just watch a documentary that right. there, oh, there has to be a storyboard. Like I mm -hmm. think of that in more of like a just a traditional film that's yeah. there for entertainment and like, oh, there's a script. Like obviously things weren't scripted in that like, you know, Rich and Hillary were being interviewed and right. that was that. But you have to almost script it in a, you know, if you're going to act, I mean, like, 
that's where I don't think of directing in a um, documentary the same way, but it, it very much is, right? Like, how else can you get that emotion that Janet keeps talking yeah. about? Like, you have to. Right. Yeah. So you guys must have just been watching hours of footage and trying yes. to decide what is the story. Yeah. Besides, oh, Rich is good at fitness. Yeah, it really was good it was at exercising. That yeah. yeah, it was, it's, I mean, we were kind of, he was, um, it was a little bit easier in this because they were going through their first adoption yeah, process. Yeah, exactly. That. So that was actually, that was That was really a big cool. part of the that film. That was a huge part of and it. And it was uh, definitely a lot of emotion. Like, yes. I watched it and just seeing, like, anytime Hillary was on camera, I was, like, trying not to cry. <laughs> Same. Same. <I laughs> and was she like, was so real. I really yeah. liked um, and I mean, Rich was too, but he's just a little bit more stoic, and yeah. so it's harder to crack that. Yeah, but she that's, was just but that's like where so you get raw. In, yeah, you, that's where you get into the whole like um, uh, storyboarding aspect of it. Yeah. It's like, okay, where are you going to put this this scene of Hillary feeling emotional right. to complement this scene of Rich struggling at the CrossFit Games and feeling yeah. that? Because it's like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna yeah. put this here because he's in a down place. Because you want to have that whole. Um, you know, you have the beginning and then you have, you, you have to have conflict yeah. and you have to have some sort of like, like resolution, resolution right? at yeah. the end. It's so cool. And so you have to, you know, you have to do it in a very, um, linear way so that you, you're not bringing in the conflict too soon and you're not bringing it in too late, you right. know? Yeah. So it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So <sighs> you're helping Heber mm -hmm. and then you're just automatically in the next project after that or? No. So after that, um, I, I went back to doing um, update show stuff and at that point like I had really you know made my made a position for myself in the update team as I was one of their main editors and I did that kind of stuff did that storytelling the best of my ability um, and it just wasn't fulfilling to me yeah. like at all and I was I was just like I just doesn't make me happy and on the update show um, there was just no way for me to personally grow upwards on mm. the update show because I knew like I could, I could grow. I could go somewhere in that team, but it was never somewhere that I wanted to be. Right. I wanted to be making movies. I wanted to be doing what he and Marston and Ian Wittenberg were doing. Like right. I wanted to, do, to be doing that. And so, about at my two-year mark, I started talking to Tyson about that. And I was like, I just want to work for you. Yeah. Like I really want to. I really want to work for you. And he was like, Well, you know. I, I I mean, he kind of um, had a full staff. Is that his feel yeah, at that time? Yeah, right? he was like, uh, at that point, there were layoffs happening. Right, and I so, remember that. Yeah, there were layoffs and happening. And all those guys that you just listed, they've been doing that forever. Like forever. He, Ian used to come down to Valley. Uh, you probably yeah. remember Janet. And he would do things at Valley all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Little he, pieces Ian's there. Ian's OG. Yeah. And wow. even, I mean, I remember when Heber and Marston started, too. Like, yeah. back, we, we did, like, something out in Utah with all the competitors. And they were, like, just starting, mm -hmm. just scratching the surface. And they yep. were going to move out. And it yep. was just, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, but at two years, I was just like, I'm done. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to quit. Oh, shit. And so, oh, wow, you were going to quit. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to quit. Um, I had a job offer in L.A. And I was wow. like, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to quit. I'm done. I, you know, this doesn't fulfill me anymore. You know, I'm just, it's time to move on. Yeah. No hard feelings. I'm just, I need to grow, you know, and I need to grow in the direction that I want to be growing in. So I sat down with my bosses at the time. And they're incredible human beings. And I was like, hey, I'm, I'm, I have a job offer. I want to quit. You know, I'm just, no hard feelings. And they were like, cool, what would it take for you to stay? And I was like, well, I'd have to work for Tyson. They're like, great, we'll go talk to him. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and they're just, but that's like that, that's that whole feel there is they want yeah. you to succeed and they right. want you to be happy. And so they'll do what they can. Even right. if that well, they're going to get a better product out of you if you're happy. Yeah. You know. But for them personally, they weren't going to get anything out of me anymore. Right. But they cared so but, much about. But the, but the company but does, yes. you know. Yes. And so and at that point, I already talked to Tyson and Tyson was like, 
his hands were tied. His hands he were was a little with, bit yeah. tied. And so when my bosses went to Tyson at the time and told him the situation, somehow, I don't know how, he made it work. And he brought me onto his team. Wow. And I w- it was Baptism by Fire, and I was immediately thrown into the first, or the s- at that point, the second Fittest on Earth documentary. Oh, okay. As a director. Yeah. yeah. We were just trying to remember naming-wise, because I was like, well, there were two, the two when Katrin won. I'm, yes. I'm girl-focused. I don't care about the guys. <laughs> so the two, I'm like, whatever. This is our Lift Her did, podcast. Did yeah. Rich win again? <laughs> I mean, no, we're not Lift him. The boys' ones are boring. But <laughs> the I was like, groaning. so there was the two when Katrin won. I saw the very first one. Somehow I think I missed the second one she won, but I knew there was a second one. Yes. And then there was this one, which I, have, of course, saw. But did it just go the fittest and the fittest... So a decade, decade of fitness? So it went, like the yeah, naming? Fittest on Earth, uh, Fittest on Earth, a decade of fitness. Okay, so it was the same then, name, just different subtitle. Yeah, and then this one's also the Redeem of the Dawn. Or but is that Earth. a subtitle? Okay, so it's still it's Fittest on Earth. So it's, we refer Earth. to it, though, as the Redeem of the Dawn. That's the we title of the show. We wanted that yeah. to have a very unique title. Did you get a say in the title? The subtitle? I actually came up with the title. Shut up. Oh, I did. Dang. There was a couple different options, and everybody came up with some really good things, and that was kind of... But they weren't that good. They're not that good. No, they were really good. It was a bit of a battle to but figure out what we wanted i think one. the first version was um what was it it was the redeem the the dominant and the what was the word because we had a whole different like we had like a third part to it and the disgraced oh oh like, because Ooh. oh but that gives him too much attention oh, that gave yeah. it too much attention yeah. so we were like, i was like who's ah, oh yeah that guy. we're gonna remove that i just <laughs> like that Tia's is the first one. Yeah. Redeemed is first. Yeah. <laughs> we did. Yeah. <laughs> right. Tia's story was that story was a better story. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty. Yeah. That was Matt's still fit. Yeah. <laughs> Next yeah, story. So no, it was like it was awesome to showcase it. It was awesome to showcase it. Yeah. Fraser's awesomely fit. He's crazy fit. But I would just I would I want somebody to just pay him a lot of money to not compete because I just want the man. The he's just gonna win. There we needs to be a more of a struggle. Yeah, I, I want to see somebody like duke yeah. it out for. The we haven't had a struggle on the men's side in so long. No, and yeah. this past year's women's field was nuts. That was yeah. so cool. The I battle between Tia so and cool. Kara yeah. was insane. So, yeah. as a female, do you like get as nerdy excited as we do? Because we were even joking, we're like, we already knew the ant, like the outcome, and yeah. we were watching it like, oh my, oh god, my god, what's, what's gonna, gonna happen? happen? <laughs> what's gonna happen? <laughs> what's? Oh my god! Like I remember <laughs> watching the events yeah. as they happened. I watched. Plenty of update shows. Yeah. I've, I've, I'm a leaderboard nerd. I've even since have to had to go back many, many times because I'm trying to program for an elite athlete. And so I'm like, I know this stuff like the back of my hand and I'm watching it like, oh, oh, hur- hurry, Tia, hurry. <laughs> like, Screaming at yeah, the screen. Like, oh, what a geek. Like, yeah. I already, and so like kudos to you for yeah. making a good storyline. Um, but. Do you get that into it, or do you have to be I, totally neutral? No. So this is actually this is, was a unique situation because I'm um, I was the first person to ever go out and shoot with Tia. Oh, so okay. like none of the crew, of our crew, had ever gone out to shoot with her. Because she's a total jerk and wouldn't let you guys. No, no, no. <laughs> because <laughs> no, we uh, no, no, no. we were the total jerks, and the year that she took second, we had uh, zero footage of her because uh, we were just like, oh, we don't care who she is. Because well, because nobody really knew. We didn't right? expect yeah. her to she take came second place. She came out of nowhere. Came yeah, out of nowhere. So cool. yeah. And so we were like, shoot. I guess we should go out to her now. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll go, I guess. Yeah. And we just hit it off. Nice. You know? So we've been really good friends since then. So actually this past year was actually a real, it was like an emotional roller coaster for me. Oh, I bet. Because you cared so Because I was much. so emotionally invested. Yeah. I couldn't film the last event. <gasps> oh, I was my like, God. You're like shaking. I had, You're I, like had <laughs> to pa- I had to pass the camera off to someone else. You just threw it to someone in the audience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you film. <laughs> 
And I, as soon as she won, I bawled my eyes out. Oh I cried God. so hard. It was a very Oh, I wish that was in the I background of the too. film. It was like, what is that sound? <laughs> <laughs> is the cameraman sobbing uncontrollably? Yeah. Everybody was crying. Yeah. When, oh, for when sure. Dave announced her name, you're just like, oh my God, yeah. she did it. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it was pretty. Cause, and then the previous year, 2016, was emotional for me, oh, too, because totally. I was rooting for her really hard, too. Totally. Yeah. So that was hard to watch her take second. Well, when um, you went out to film with her, did you guys not get stuff on Kara? You was just there to you were only there to film Tia uh, when you went out to Australia. to New Zealand Australia is she in Australia or New Zealand she's, she's Australia. Australia uh the first time I went out it was just just Tia. her oh okay yeah Ian Ian went and Burr went to Cara and I oh, went to Tia oh okay and then um, after the games I went back out to Tia and then I visited Tia and Cara at the same time okay so, okay yeah that's the one then one of those just come up for this year this past year no so this was this was the interview that was used during the film during. Uh, last year's film, so not this past one. So the, the oh, okay. decade of the, the, the mm-hmm. second fittest. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It's it, the timeline's a little tough because it's, it's like really hard. Past year. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to keep up. Yeah. Right. So, so how? So you obviously can't predict what's going to happen during the games. In a documentary, like how do you create that story? How do you know what to capture? Yeah, I guess you don't know what to capture, so do you just capture as much as possible. Yeah, I think so. We go in and we um, we get to know these athletes really, really well before the season even really starts, and so we actually like there are always a very small select few where like, yeah, they're gonna you know like we're going into this upcoming season, we're like we all know it's gonna be a battle between Tia and Kara and the daughters. Right. Like we all know this. It's gonna yeah. be Australia versus Iceland on the women's side. So we'll right. definitely go in and we'll shoot with them for sure. And then we'll go in and um, when we actually get to regionals um, and then right before the games, we'll start to kind of like leaderboard it a little bit sure. and like gotcha. kind of figure out, like start to follow people who we think are going to do well. And then at regionals, we kind of just play it by ear. Mm-hmm. We just kind of start. They talk to everybody, the guys that are in it with the athletes. Um, they start talking to everybody and then they'll kind of, you know, as the weekend progresses, they'll start to follow the people that are really pulling ahead. And yeah. And things like that. And then post um, games, we will go out and do um, interviews. Like a bunch of the interviews were about how they felt after the fact. Yeah, yeah so that was interesting. Yeah, well, most of the interviews used are almost always done after the games. So sidebar to the less important guys side. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> but so a lot of those interviews that you guys had um, with um, Gerard. Yes. Those were post. Yes. Those weren't during no. or before. You wouldn't know to follow him before, right? No, we had no okay, idea I to didn't follow think so, him. We, I mean, he obviously, was a nobody at the yeah, time. That, yeah, at that point. But like through the weekend, we followed him a little bit more as he was as he was rising. rising but you didn't top. get like you don't get that FaceTime sit down. No, yeah, no, not until post. So you guys got them after the fact. He'd already had this. The test was already at the testing facility at that point because his test yes. was from um, the week of the games. Yes, and so he's sitting down. What was that? A week later? A month later? That you guys? Uh, I think we were the out there in. Um, September. That's I think September is when it came out, wasn't it? The test yes. results. Yes. So, so that's hilarious. You were like days away from it, weeks away from it. He, they were actually supposed to announce that he as you were there was dirty while we were there. And you got the call, or and you're still just we're gonna keep asking these questions, or did you guys like? Not did you know? guys know, or did you, you guys didn't know. know? No, we did know. You did know. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. So you he, you probed him so yeah, good with those yeah. questions. Oh, we did know. <laughs> you like, wasn't, how it, bad would you feel? Yeah. If we, like so that? we mm-hmm. yeah. He's like, he's like, I totally would never do that. Yeah, I know his face was so. It was terrible. It was so. Um, we had planned the trip already, and then um, Justin Berg 
the general manager of the CrossFit Games, he came to us after everything was already booked. He's like, hey, um, Ricky Gerard has his first sample is tested positive. And we're like, what? And he's like, we don't know for sure. We still have to test the second sample before anything is, you know, he's officially dirty and then he has the right to appeal. And so there's going to be a whole process. So yeah. we're like, okay, we're going to go in. Anyways, we get there, we're there, we're shooting with T, and then we go visit Takara, and then uh, we're going to Gerard last, Heber and I. And so at that point, we we found out that he was both... That the B sample the also... The B sample yeah. is also dirty. By the way, the B sample is always also dirty. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make yes. mistakes with that. It's no. like total Science. protocol to do A and then yeah. B, but there's like, it never happens. Yes. So it's a it's a really but it is a lengthy process. So they they test the first sample, um, they get the results, and then they have to test the second sample to make sure that there's mm-hmm. nothing went wrong, right? And that it actually was dirty. And then there's a whole appeal process where he is given the opportunity to um, right. defend himself. Mm-hmm. And if you know it, it, it whether or not his defense um, is legitimate or yeah. is you know, it was enough for us to somehow work something out or figure out what the issue was or what happened. Um, we have the right to, to we'll always dime them out. Right. We have always, there's never, ever, ever, ever been a positive test that we have n- not shared. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so at that point, Heber and I, we knew that he was, he was so dirty. Great. And at when we were there, I'm sorry, they w- it wasn't being announced yet, but he was going to be notified that he came back dirty while mm-hmm. we were there. And so that was a really, that was hard for us. So we spent like two days getting to know him and he's an awesome guy. Mm. He's a great individual. Aww. He's a lot of fun. Yeah. He's just a really big dopey sweetheart. Uh-huh. And he's just like a, a no good pun old intended. boy. Yeah. Oh God. Ooh. No pun intended. That was good. Nice Ooh. catch. <laughs> Yeah, so it was for us. It was more than anything. It was disappointing. We were like, "Damn it, Ricky! Like, why'd you gotta go do that? That you're awesome." Yeah, but so. you couldn't actually let him know that you knew. No, <laughs> so that's couldn't. awkward. Yeah, you guys so go out to eat, and you're just like, "It's it like the elephant in the room." Yes, <laughs> it really was. And then when we were sitting down for the interview, it was like the last thing that we, or no, it was like one of the last things that we did. Heber was like, "So, have you ever taken performance enhancing drugs?" And I'm just like, "Oh." God, you really just asked that right Wait, now? Wait, so you didn't know he was going to do that? No, I had no idea that Heber <laughs> oh, was going to do that. I was just like, Oh, I thought oh. you guys planned that. Like, a- no. after you got coffee, as you're driving in, you're like, so today's the day we're going to ask him. No. I'm, it's going to be my second question. <laughs> Look at the ground right and then that. and then focus on his face. <laughs> Gosh. It's, it was, That's hilarious. It was really hard, though, to sit through yeah. that because we were like. Because you were wondering what he's going to say, right? Yeah, of course. Like he's not going to. You he's know, not going to own up to it, of no, course. He's not. Why would he? And I, you know, to be honest, like, I don't know how it happened or what it went up. Like, he just, he doesn't seem, from what I gathered, he doesn't seem like the mal- a malicious kind of guy. Like, whatever happened, it just. I think a lot of people, it ends up being dumb. a lapse in judgment yes, where they start yeah. to think that everyone else is, and somehow that makes it a pass. Yes. Right. Yes. Unfortunately, and we we talk about it a lot at our house and we have a lot of training like friends that are elite athletes in the games that want to hear my husband's opinion on it because they feel like they're in a stacked deck. They feel like they're playing in an unfair game because it, they're just like, isn't everyone on stuff? And he's just like, well, I, we don't have proof that they are. Sometimes right. it, when back in the day, it felt like they were. But now the more we see, we feel like, well, maybe it isn't. Right. But it's almost like they want assurance that 
that they're not the only one not using. Right. Like they want him to tell them like, it's okay that you're clean. Other people are clean too. But yeah, um, it, it does start to feel that way that like, oh, I guess, I, I guess I'm the only one not doing it. So I guess I should do it, you know? Yeah. And so maybe that's, I think that we're reaching this point though in our sport where, you know, I, I'm, you look back on, God, you look at historical footage of like baseball and you're like, really? Mm-hmm. Or the Olympics. Oh yeah. I saw like a side by side video of like the gymnastics Olympics like sixty years ago versus right. today and it's right. just nuts. Yeah. Like the the level of talent is just it blows everything out of the water from sixty years ago. So then are we ignorant though to say that there hasn't been some sort of like, you know, influx in drug use? Or is it more like cause I also think that like training has gotten more refined not yes. just in crossfit yes but in those other areas and so i but if i say that people are gonna be like, well she's an idiot because of course there's more drugs in it but it's like it's not that there weren't drugs in the 80s it's not that there weren't performance enhancing drugs back then right and it, it's not um i mean there were people i remember in oh, i'm gonna be the the lame one that's dating myself but like i remember in 2009 at the games when so such and such guy didn't show after regionals and we were all like yeah because he's on stuff and they announced that there's going to be drug testing and then the next week he said i'm not coming and such and such girl didn't you know she's she sort of like faded away too because they announced there was going to be a drug test there and we all i mean i remember us all whispering like oh why didn't she come why didn't he come it's like oh because there's going to be they it was the first year they announced it and they let the athletes know ahead of time i don't know how far in advance they told us but Mm -hmm. It's like, so it was in there, it was there in 09, but I don't, I don't know. I just feel like everyone watches like the video contents you guys put out and they're just like, oh yeah, you caught one guy, but they're all using it. Right. And I think that that's ignorant too. And there, and, but I'm, that's where I'm going to get shot down. It's like, no, you're being ignorant. People shouldn't look like that. And I'm like, the training has gotten, I mean, you watch those girls and guys train. That's, so that's It's what, insane. It's nuts. Yeah. It's like, you are going to look like an animal you're gonna you're look going to freaking look different and crazy yeah. when you work out non-stop for eight hours and their diet is yeah, insane their, their nutrition is dialed yes. in their, yes. ni- their nutrition is insane they won't like accidentally have like a gummy vitamin because of the sugar content like they mm-hmm. don't they don't mess up they don't and i so eat like trash and i work <laughs> out one day or one hour a day every uh-huh. d- five days a week and i have and people, your body's changed probably and right? people <laughs> tell me in public wow yeah. you have big muscles right so if right. I look like that with one hour of CrossFit a and day, not as much focused nutrition, not, probably. Yeah, not <laughs> nearly the kind of nutrition right. work that they're doing. Of course, they're going to look the way right. that they do. Yeah, of I mean, course. and I mean, I've heard plenty of people talk about how like one of the most like anabolic things you can do is just eating a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's nutrition will do it for you. So mm-hmm. again, you know, maybe we sound naive to yeah. say that but um i i i want to believe that it's not everybody that not everybody is on stuff and i i don't I believe, believe everything yeah, yeah i don't believe everybody is it's, this is one of the funny things too that goes in hand in hand with this whole idea that um people think that you're on drugs because of the way that you look mm. um brooke wells last year didn't do as well as she wanted to mm. her reasoning was because she got too lean too fast mm. so whereas she looks like she's doing performance enhancing drugs right. because she's far more muscularly de- defined right last year than she was the year before she didn't perform as well as she wanted to she didn't perform as well as the year before right. that was because she was too lean right 
She lost too much weight. She yeah. lost too much mm-hmm. weight. Like her, the way that she functions, she needed to ease into that a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Whereas Car Webb had the ex- opposite effect. Right. Car Webb last year got a little bit more leaned up before the games, and it did well for her. And Katrin, you saw the same thing. Like yes. when she started getting more lean, she had another. She had more success. Yeah, yeah. it was crazy. Yeah, but it's it, it's different for everybody. And yeah. So it's like, but that's just a testament to like it doesn't just because you're leaner doesn't mean that you're going to perform as well. Mm-hmm. Which means you know like just because they're lean doesn't mean they're on performance enhancing drugs. Exactly. Exactly. I don't. I don't believe that the top people are on performance enhancing drugs. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. They I work out. But I do like remember crazy. hearing him say, "Ricky said like some some well, something in his one of his st- statements, whether it was Instagram, it must have been Instagram, where it was just like, well, I know there's other. I know of other people that are on it. We were, and that's fine. I mean." I'm of the belief that you go ahead and blow the whistle on them. Yeah. You're not saving so anybody by keeping quiet. And anytime I'm telling you guys, anytime myself or my husband have information, like we, we pick up the phone and we call CrossFit and we tell yeah. the, our connections, like what we know, mm-hmm. like Jesse has been like sort of like the person to text or call if people have questions. And he's just like, yeah, I would check this person. I would check that. I mean, like yeah. <laughs> if we have any inkling or any information, we're going to share it because we I mean, it's not his sport, but he cares about it because I care about it. And we have very, very close friends that are yes. high level, clean athletes. And we want to make sure that it. So it's like if he's saying that and that's what inspired him <laughs> to go use, he should be he should be flagging those people up the yin-yang. And, like, and we gave him the opportunity to um, help solve the issue, yeah. help help with the problem. Exactly. And the evidence that he provided was completely it was just like. He's really just throwing, Ricky. yeah, like you're yeah. So, honey, <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop. Yeah, it was just, it was not, it, w- it wasn't legitimate. It wasn't yeah. legitimate. What he had, when we looked into it, and it wasn't legitimate. Right, wow. exactly. We don't. There's a lot of there's this a lot of this idea though that HQ, um, that we don't release all the information, yeah. and that's could not like they keep quiet the certain people that they like, and I'm like, it's so ridiculous. It's so I ridiculous. And then there's this whole like idea that everybody's upset because. Uh, we don't go through, you know, WADA doesn't do our testing or, you know, them. But it's like, well, but we test in the WADA laboratories. Exactly. exactly. If you watched Icarus, like. Right. That was it, almost so it good. It doesn't yeah. mean anything. Yeah. Like WADA. Exactly. Just, bec- you know. Oh, yeah. If, if one of the things that I've learned is if you want to be dirty, you can do it without being found out. Yep. Do Absolutely. I believe that the top CrossFit athletes are dirty? No, I don't. I, I don't really don't. Because I've spent a lot of time with most of them and I've watched how much wor- work they put into it. Yeah. It adds up. It adds up. Absolutely. Yes, it really does. Well, that was kind of the downer part of the movie. So I'm glad you took it out of the title. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's how this all came about. (laughs) I'm glad that he got no title credits. Uh, Patrick Bellner, you know, he's a good dude. I'm really happy that you got it. He did it. It was was sad, though, for him to not be able to experience that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. Well, I was excited about the title because I liked that Tia was the first thing. So I definitely <laughs> want to ask if you. <laughs> so then, okay, so you've got like, you wear a lot of hats when you have to make those films. You guys have to do, you have to f- physically hold the camera. You guys don't bring a camera crew, right? You're the camera crew. We are the camera yeah. crew. Oh, dang. You have the, uh, obviously the editing process. And that I think of is completely separate than the storyboarding, which is more like the directing process, right? Like you writing a storyboard, that has nothing to do with editing. The editing is the physical sit down on the computer, click this, click yes. that, right? So, but you're in charge of you and them. You're in charge of all those things. Yes. Those are all different hats you wear. Yes. So which of those is your favorite? I want to say holding the camera. Is Shooting, it yeah. for sure. It's okay. a lot of fun. That's awesome. It's cool. a lot of fun. It's just, I don't know. It's kind of like one of those. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's just shooting's a lot of fun. But then like farming out the editing to someone else 
would sort of take away some of your heart from it maybe or yeah, do you think it's it's will it come to that will it ever be like well we just we you know we film it we storyboard it and then like we just give it to some nerd and they do the or editing it's, turn. It's oh, oh yeah or intern. sorry there you go. sorry <laughs> we um it's we're kind of reaching this point now where it's like we we want to do bigger and better and more things and create more content and longer content and, yeah and um we lost ian last year and so now it's just a team of three and right. so it's like there's only three of you guys doing everything like yeah. editing so we yeah wow. we we shoot we edit we direct we um it's actually pre- so we work really closely with our distribution company gravitas and they came to visit us a few months ago and they were blown away by the fact that we do everything yeah, yeah. They're like that's not normal even down to like we're the one that creates the promotional content so every they're like where who does your who does yeah. your like who does your marketing yeah, that's like, hilarious oh, yeah <laughs> we do we do everything i mean they 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 help us get it to netflix and and itunes and things like that but we essentially sell the movie we're there's the entire movie. departments dedicated to making trailers but yeah. you just make your but own we make the trailer which and requires its own story storyboard yes. and its own yes. directing so we <laughs> make the trailer any instagram cut that you see is either oh he Marston and or i any facebook wow. promotion anything that you see for anything of the fittest on earth or redeem dominant it's us Jeez. It's that's nuts. awesome that's we come I mean, up with the name probably we probably go anywhere you guys and be like i have all this create the yeah. cover that's pretty cool that's yeah. pretty cool it's actually so it's then fun. is there but but then you might feel like a certain um attachment to that so you might not want to f- start like separating that out to other people yeah right yeah. you guys kind of want to keep it with the three of you yes but then is that now holding you back from it's um so there's this we're kind of reaching this point now where it's like so what we do is we go out and shoot and then we have to do this thing it's called um we pull selects, mm-hmm. and so we take. Um, we have to take. Uh, let's just say from one shoot. Let's say we go out to uh, to Tia and we shoot with her for three days. It's going to end up being about eight hours of footage. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to take eight hours of footage and pick the best of the best and condense it down to an hour of footage. Oh my god! So it's we're going to have to start bringing. We're at the point where we're going to need to start bringing in people to do that job yeah. for us because yeah. it's it's pretty mundane and it's really it's pretty you know anybody can do it. And it's going to take as long as you filmed. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It takes days to go through footage. Yeah. So we'll have to start doing things like that. But like when it actually comes to the editing part, that's definitely a little bit harder for us to let go of. Just yeah. Like we know what we want. We know it. It's taken a while for the team to figure out how to complement each other's edits right and so to just bring it like so for um heber and marston and ian it was really hard for them at first for me to come onto the team sure this whole new person with these whole new ideas totally figuring and them having to figure out how to work with me while i figure out how to work with them and it was really hard at first and yeah. we got heads really bad and just because how can you all see the same story exactly oh, you can't yeah. it's hard no. so it was a lot of butting heads totally a lot of butting heads but like this past year was it was pretty seamless it was it was awesome like wow we just knew what each other wanted and we knew how to complement each other and that's impressive yeah it's that's been really awesome cool. especially yeah. with those guys because so they're total jerks <laughs> I've never met I don't them, know how you even like possibly <laughs> no they're great worst working environment <laughs> imaginable oh, that's it's really <laughs> rare yeah. for you to come into that like because totally. they were like 10 years in deep right together yeah they were well not 10 no, years 10. I think they had been they were like six years in yeah but yeah for me them to come in it was yeah it was in oof. They were very, very patient with me at first. It That's was, cool. It was pretty cool. It was really cool. Well, it ended up working out for the best, of course, for them yeah. as well. And I'm sure they knew that because they each remember starting there. Because I mm-hmm. hadn't been so far, you know, of them being like hot shots. Yeah. <laughs> and they were still, you know, on their way up. And they probably saw where this was going. You know, yeah. like this is going to be big. This yeah. is going to be cool. So yeah, it's been, it's been awesome.
awesome. So we're so, cool. so we're are you guys getting ready for the next one? Well, um, it's gonna. Be, well, we you got regionals coming up. Yeah, so we're doing something different this year. We haven't announced what we're doing, but we're doing something different this year. Oh, all right, yeah. we're not doing another documentary. Stay tuned, guys. What? Not Whoa. another fittest on earth. Oh, at least. okay. I was like, no documentary. Maybe no documentary. Yeah. Maybe it looks different. You, know, you'll find out. Oh my God, that's so exciting! When does the announcement happen? Like, is it like not until like post games? Post games, yeah. Post-games. Okay, I was gonna say, wow, it's because everyone's gonna be expecting one, unless yeah. they listen oh, to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Could you make us a trailer that would yeah. get people? <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Big <laughs> announcement on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not telling you guys anything. <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> no, so, be good. what wow. would be? I mean, you got into directing because you really like Christopher Nolan, but he's obviously like a feature film type yes. director. Is that direction that you want to go, or are you more into documentaries now that you've done have some um, under your belt? Yeah, I it's it's they're very different. There's it's kind of I watched it was actually really funny. This is a really really weird example, but I was watching Chef's Table. You guys watched that? Oh God, I love this that show. recent one. Did you watch the one with uh, Milk? Yeah. Oh, it's exactly that one. She, yeah. She's, she's so good, and I wanted yeah. to go to New York. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. I, I didn't see the cookies. My husband used to work at Netflix, and they would give away free food, and um, they'd pack these cookies, and he would take, take them home to me. And I was like, these are the best cookies I've ever had. And they were, I was like, where are these from? I would look it up. It's like, New York. Why? It's so far. <laughs> was it her? Yeah, it was her. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and then I saw the... I, I watch Chef Table all the time because I I love food. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I saw her and I was like, oh, that's the place. And she was so down to earth and she was amazing. And mm-hmm. it made me want to, I wanted to text Shaul, our friend. Oh, yeah, we were friends in New York. Like, Can you please mail me yeah, yeah, exactly. some cookies? <laughs> he would do it. Uh, he might be listening. Yeah, hey, Shaul. <laughs> He's Shout one out. of our four friends that might be listening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was awesome. But I was watching that episode. And she made a comment. She said, I thought I knew what being a pastry chef was. I didn't. Hmm. It's like, not until you're in that position do you know what it actually takes. And it was like, I wanted to be a feature film director because I thought I knew what it meant to be a feature film director. And now that I know, I'm like, I didn't know what it was to be, Hmm. what it meant to be a feature film director. And I don't really want that anymore. Interesting. Yeah. It's just, it takes, um, you have to, you kind of have to be a little bit of an ugly person to yeah. like survive in that kind of setting. And it's just like, ah, I'm just not interested in that. Like I'm enjoying yeah. doing what I'm doing. And I feel like I, s- I accomplished what, what I set out to do. Yeah. Like I made, I've made movies. Like I did it. Totally. Like these are movies. You these know? are your Batmans. Yeah. yeah. It's like, these are, yeah. these are real life <laughs> superhero movies. Like Heck I, yeah, I created are. my superhero movies Heck that yeah. I wanted to make. It's so cool. It's been awesome. And it's like, so it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, and I'm having fun. I'm having a lot of fun doing this with CrossFit. It's great. Yeah. That's it's so been cool. awesome. And it's like, they're crazy successful. Yeah. yeah. It's really awesome. So they are, I mean, top five, you know, and it's only yeah. May or April still. Sorry. So last year's the 2016 games documentary was the second um, most selling documentary of all of 2017. Wow. Um, on iTunes. It was the, s- yeah, the second selling that's, that's amazing awesome. yeah it was pretty crazy and last you year to be a part of that yeah, yeah. it was awesome and I'm, i would not be surprised if this year just becomes the top selling i wouldn't be either because yeah. last year we had we, c- we track our pre-orders so like you you can pre-order the movie before it drops and as right. soon as it, it is I released it goes right to your <laughs> to yeah. your thing mm-hmm. uh, last year we had i believe like five thousand pre-orders which is awesome yeah and so th- our goal was to beat sure five thousand 
we had almost 12,000. Holy. Yeah. So it is. So our distribution company, um, Gravitas, they're pretty big. They do a lot of stuff. Uh, they, so after we beat our, um, last year's numbers, they're like, cool. Let's see if you could beat, um, our, like, I guess it was a Chris Brown movie. Um, Chris Brown? Yeah. Oh, they did like a documentary (laughs) on him, but it's, it was, I mean, I think I believe Chris Brown beat us out last year for the top selling documentary it's because he's like controversial yeah you know? so people wanted to watch it yeah. but um anyways they his pre-order that movie or whatever their top pre-order um or top the, their movie that sold the most uh pre-orders was like six thousand so we just blew oh yeah out of the water nice. by the yeah it's pretty the cool yeah the greatest thing about redeem dominant is that you know katie and i've been doing cars for a long time and we still get excited totally you know? and <laughs> even if so it, it makes me want to go train. Yeah, it makes me exactly. want to like tell other people yeah. about it. Yeah. It caters to like the uh, the person that's never heard of CrossFit before yeah. and it, you can get really ex- excited about the story of yeah. it. Totally. Um but also caters to us, you know, who've been doing it for a while and it's almost like a reminder like yeah, that's like I want to ah, I'm going to go do these kettlebell deadlifts, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like I think up. that's one of the greatest things about the games that is um that makes it universal because the games are not universal no <laughs> and no. i love that coach glassman always goes back to the fact that like the games are not crossfit mm-hmm. in in the in the sense of what crossfit and its message is um but he i don't want to say is permitting but he um you know likes the games for what they are which is an advertisement for the affiliates like if it right. if it gets people excited to get in the gym then it's worth it, right? And we're going to keep doing it and keep pushing it. And obviously it's now snowballed into a much bigger thing than that. But I I think that people will see that film for whatever reason. Someone told them to watch it or it popped up on their you know, iTunes or they heard about the scandal or whatever. I don't yeah. care. But watching it is going to make them want to go do it. And yeah, that's right. my hope. And I think that's one of the best things about it and um, why I still get excited every time I go step into regionals or the games um, because I just think this is, look at all these people. These right. are all, they're all changing lives and they're all inspiring and spreading the word. And so by you guys doing that, you're, you're the biggest commercial yeah. <laughs> for the yeah. affiliates yeah. that's out there. Mm-hmm. And that to me is, is what it's all about. So um, it's I just, think it's not nearly as glamorous as we make it look though. <laughs> I bet right. it's not. No. Yeah. And just the day their daily grind is not no not, you you look at it in the games that are in the documentary and you're like, God, I want to do that, but then when you actually sit down and watch it, you're like, God, I would not want to <laughs> be doing what they're and doing. And yeah, and that's sort of the other side of it, like you know, getting to hear from athletes firsthand about what their life is. That's where the reality is. But you're making movies and movies aren't about reality, even no. documentaries. <laughs> yeah. Even documentaries. That's true. So the fact that you guys yeah. sugarcoat it and make it look sexy, I think that's yeah. important. I think yeah. that sure. that's why it is gonna I mean, I I watched it on a plane and um I loved peripherally getting to see the the looks <laughs> like I was pretty in, engrossed so most of the time I was ignoring everyone and every you know stewardess or attendant that went by but I could tell when people were like what the, what, what the heck is she watching yeah. yeah look at these guys with rippling abs and these <laughs> chicks with their shirts off and I'm just like like this is normal <laughs> like it's totally yeah. and I mean like I know for a fact everyone sitting around me was just like what and so I was hoping more people would be like what is that? But I think they were scared of me. (laughs) (laughs) What is your, what's your opinion on, um, on young women aspiring to look like games athletes? Well, hold on. Mariah just asked us a question. We never get questions. (laughs) (laughs) That's what podcasts do. It's a back and forth. 
This, this is, is a only, permeable this is wall. This episode three. <laughs> this is going to start happening. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you're saying aspiring to look a certain way yes. versus to train a certain way. Yes. So I... I don't think there's anything wrong with people wanting to look however they want to look. Right. I, I don't have anything against someone that wants to um, look a certain way. I just want them to focus on, um, I, I hope that their body image is healthy. That's all. Because I, I work with a lot of teenage athletes and I, the first thing I hear them say is that they want to look like that because they don't want to look like what they look like. Right. And so that, that to me is a problem. So I, that's where I try to reframe things like, well, what do you want to do? Right. It's like, like look what she can do and I talk about that with my own daughters you know like if they want to look a certain way I was like well what do you want to be able to do you know let's talk about that so you know you want to look like you know Cara Saunders what do you want to be able to do do you want to be able to do what she can do she could do some pretty amazing things let's talk about that um if you're just in it for the looks it's going to be tough to get to that level Mm -hmm. I think you have to have uh, I think there has to be a little bit more substance behind that and it's not that there's anything wrong with having a focus on aesthetic but um those people are so driven Yeah, <laughs> to look that way requires, I think, I think a next level of, of commitment. You need to have, you need to have that desire on another level. And I, I think it has to be th- the healthiest way is that it's, um, I want to look the best version of myself. Right. right. I guess that's what I talk about with the, the teen, the teens that I work with, you know, if they're like, well, I want her body or, and I'm just like, well, like why don't we just make your body be as awesome as it can like let's you know and I I try to use myself as an example like I'm you know I'm never going to be petite or skinny in the traditional sense I'm going to have big legs I'm going to have a big butt I'm going to have a big back and you know um, that's just my body type so I want my body to to be look as good as it can but I want to be able to do all these things you know so I think there's I think it can very quickly turn into a body image thing yeah. right. for girls. What do you think? I think, I don't know, that's why I wanted to get your opinion. Like, I kind of feel like I'm starting to see this trend now in the CrossFit community where mm. um, uh, CrossFit athletes are now being they're being told they're um, inspirational right. because of how they look. Sure. And that's Versus what they can do. Versus what right. they can do. And having a, um, having such a, being so close to these athletes and knowing what they put into um, look that way it, yeah. it makes me really nervous because I feel there's I feel like I'm now in this position where I'm gonna have to start walking this fine line mm. of of celebrating these women's bodies without trying to make them seem like it's what makes them beautiful right right yeah how because do you do that like that's I don't know and it's we're it's, we're getting I don't I don't think we're to this point yet but I think I feel like I'm watching the community reach this point where we're getting there, where it's it makes me nervous for because so many young kids are doing CrossFit now, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to see them isolate themselves in the gym. Right. I don't want to see them not, you know, be so careful with what they eat that it ruins yeah. their social life. Right. You know, I f- or I it creates body you know, image exactly issues because right. I know I could talk like speak for myself, but I went from society tells me i need to be skinny so i'm gonna yeah. do what i have to do to be skinny to totally. crossfit community makes me feel like i need to have abs so right. i'm going to isolate oh, yeah. myself yep. and and uh and stress over what i eat when i'm on the road because i, w- I need to have abs because yep. crossfit yep exactly and i've and i realized that that was such like a negative mental space for me and it makes me nervous and it's like i'm in a, a position in cross like with what i do where it's like i have a voice mm-hmm. and the next step is now i have to figure out how to use that because it's like i 
Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, I feel like you're touching on that? a, I think you're touching on a subject matter that might end up becoming, you know, a future story line for you, yeah, a future doc, absolutely. maybe documentary or more like a story of like, um, body image in, in society, body right. image in CrossFit outside yeah. of it. I mean, talking to young girls, talking to older girls, talking to the masters women. Yeah. I mean, it's their chain. There's a lot of, there has been for years in CrossFit videos, this idea that we're changing the image of beauty, mm -hmm. right. And how right. you see yourself. But I also think that that can go too far to this extent of like, well, we have it right. Right. Well, that's not true. Right. <laughs> you know, that, that that's silly. You know, there's, there's beauty in all, on all shapes and sizes. So it's almost like uh, it's very cool that we can say that we're, we're having women feeling empowered about their bodies right. and all these things. And, and I love that message. And I think that's a message Janet and I love to, kind of promote through this podcast as well but I I think that you have a storyline there and talking to um talking to other girls that have been doing this a long time we have lots of close friends that we all were at the gym together and we I don't think ever talked about that like it wasn't like how are we going to get abs right, right. I, think I mean maybe not for you guys because yours are a little more elite but I remember Sue and I always like really about it because that's know? the thing <laughs> like it's it's that's what i'm like that's what's crazy about it is like these women look these women look this way because of because it's it's the it's what it's the consequences of their career choice right, right. which is right. great that's awesome right. they're just gonna look that way because they've chosen to be um professional athletes right. in the yeah. sense that i you were pursuing it you were a professional athlete Absolutely. Right. and yeah. so your body was a byproduct of that and i i am not gonna lie i wanted to look lean i wanted that look i it i liked the idea of it but i wanted i wanted the 10 muscle ups unbroken more than i wanted right. that yes. i wanted to you know i wanted to clean and jerk 255 more than right. i wanted that so i was like uh, I'm not going to pretend that i don't have my own body image issues that i've always had and, right. and things that i get self-conscious about but i was in the gym every day for you know that spot in the open for that place into the games and i don't i and that's and that's how i talk about things with my kids yeah, yeah. so um i guess that's why it's different though like, it is like someone like me though mm -hmm. it's like i'm not trying to get to the right. games i'm not right. my You're open performance it's it's like yeah i care but not yeah, it's no, not like i'm trying it. to be a professional athlete yeah but it i know it's not a good place when it's like i want abs right i'm going to beat myself up for the the entirety of of my my trip to go shoot with you know so and so in canada right because i can't control what i eat and mm. when i eat and when i sleep and when i work out and that I, could it, be yeah. it kind of like it kind of made me realize it's like oh god like have we just are we not doing our part in making sure that the CrossFit athlete has not become the new runway model. Exactly. Right. I, w I was just going to say that like, that it's just could be it's both spectrums because yeah. you have on our side, like the CrossFit athlete and that whole body image issue, but like the models mm -hmm. and like how they're skinny and they're like not really healthy. So it's almost, it's like, yeah. each other it's now, like one end know? of the spectrum it's yeah. like we yep. went from this end to this exactly end. It's but like it's, it's the exact same it's thing the same it doesn't thing. It's make like it you're right gonna, you're yeah. gonna stress and feel bad about yourself and restrict what you eat and mm. not socialize and that's and not healthy and that's not healthy or you're gonna restrict what you eat and not socialize and spend all your time right. in a gym and feel bad wow. about yourself because you want abs so bad it's like yeah mm. oh it's and really then, and then these little girls mm -hmm. and maybe even little boys like they're seeing that you know on both sides so it's like how can we get something in the middle yes. where it's like healthy and being healthy on the inside, being a nice person, being, you know, all that stuff. That's yeah. what matters. That's what makes, makes yeah. you a good person. Yes. A beautiful I think that person. might be your next documentary. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Do it. That's just, it's an interesting thing. And I like, it's, 
I kind of st- like I'm trying to bring that subject up a little bit more with women because it's like I feel like we're not talking about this. No, like definitely we're not. not. We're reaching this point in the CrossFit community where we really are starting to make the CrossFit athlete the runway model, and that's really nerve wracking. I think it will go full blown once the bigger sponsors start to take notice. Some of them have, some of them ha- are still not, but you know, because we're starting to also see that there's still a lot of femininity in that strength. Like you're you're sitting beautiful games athletes like they're not just jacked and ripped and you're like oh but she's you know no they're like gorgeous Mm -hmm. and they could they could sell anything they want right so when they are suddenly like on a makeup or sunscreen commercial and you're like oh my god like there's brooke wells like holy crap and and so when it makes that leap that yeah. I think you're right. That now it's now I it's think too we're late. Really close to making yeah. so close. No, I do too. You know what no, I do huge too. Was you the Wonder Woman movie? Yeah, like having yeah. all those, like Patty Jenkins is like her whole point of like casting Brooke Entz and um, all the other yeah. athletes that athletes, she had yeah. as Emma. I want strong, women. It wasn't like, like the way it's like, I don't care how they look. I want to. Yeah. I want these like physically capable women. Exactly. Just so strong. Totally. Um. So I I I agree. I think we're so close. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, this podcast might take us take us to the probably <laughs> probably gonna push it over you're gonna see Brooke Entz on a sunscreen commercial yeah. I mean you're she welcome. could be one of the very first that yeah. could be like I mean something I have noticed major. a different trend in like fitness magazines I mean I hate fit- fitness magazines to begin with but the people on the cover seem mm-hmm. a little bit more um, thicker thicker yeah. and yeah. you know more muscular mm-hmm. um, which which is great um, yeah. but we're you know it's it, it there's always it's you finding know. the fine line of when is it healthy and when is it not like right. for the average person, you know, and the CrossFitters or the, the CrossFit athletes are like the one percenters, you know, but I just, it's a, it's a fear of mine to see that as the way that you look is inspirational. No, honey. No, it's not. Yeah. The w- what they are accomplishing, the fact that Tia Claire Toomey cleaned 265 pounds during the open is nuts and she's got and her body supports that and that's all that it is right well what i really liked about that storyline was that you know she was able to win the games but then you guys reflected on how she felt in the last documentary how she was like i just felt like i wasn't like positive her attitude wasn't her her true self her attitude totally changed on this one so like even in that she is a winner you know like being able to recognize that that's not that's not who i want to be right and i'm going to change this time around and be a more positive person be a little bit more inspirational yes like on the inside not just on how i look but i'm going to be a better person on camera yes so that people can see me this way Um, so even like, I think that's really close too. like, you have something there. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's obviously like, there's, there's athletes out there that I'm like, wow, I just, I wish you were more like, I wish people, uh, were more inspired by you than they are by other people. Mm. Cause like, I know who you are and I know yeah. who these people are and right. you're, you're a really good person. Like you're yeah. like, y- you're the kind of person that I would want my future daughters to aspire to be like. Yeah. Whereas there's other people that are very well known in the CrossFit community mm-hmm. where I'm like, I don't, uh, you who, know, who? I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't, don't say no, no, but no, like no, no, maybe no. that becomes <laughs> your like side story that you don't even realize is developing over the course of three, four years. Yeah. You have all this footage and you're like, you know, this is what I, this is now it's been there all along. It's been staring me in the face the whole time. And yeah. like every time I went and filmed this person and that person is just jumping out at me now, now that I know the message I'm trying to get across that it's there and it's been there through the years and the messages, it's what you do, not how you look. Yeah. And I think that's a message that's for, for females. It should be universal. 
yeah, right? Business, totally. education, yeah. right? It's, right. It's, you know, sports, regular, regular sports, real sports, I call it, because CrossFit's <laughs> never been real sport to me, right? It's, it's not how you look. It's what you can do. So. Absolutely. Well, I'm looking forward to that documentary. Yeah, yeah I'm going to set. Yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> or, um, I'll, I'll give you my opinions on who you should interview for that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll take them. Yeah. So but you're probably arguably the fittest female director on earth. You could I take don't that know, title. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'd love um, to take that I'm pretty title. sure you could take that title. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Directors are always t- completely overweight, smoking packs of cigarettes <laughs> yeah, and like eating greasy like food. Overweight white men. Yeah, <laughs> it's like diet cokes and cigarettes, and yeah. yeah we'll give you that title. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. That's a, that's a well, nice We're nice so fact. glad that we had you here yeah, to fix our technical so difficulties. I didn't, and though. We'll figure that out, though. I mean You're fixing it in post. So yes. Yeah, in post. <laughs> there we go. And for just taking the time to talk to us is really interesting. I think it's going to be um, it's gonna be one of our coolest um, episodes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what you do in the future. Like, you're still so young. <laughs> we're old. <laughs> <laughs> Talking like a grandma. Yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> How old are you? 34. 35. Yeah. Dang. So thanks for calling so yourself old. <laughs> what I win. <laughs> um, yeah, I just can't wait to see what you have going on in the future. And, um, you know, the way you capture things um, on camera is so awesome. Um, just the emotion that, like I was saying before, like the emotion that you were able to capture, like you can, I can feel it while I watch it. So I'm just so excited to see what you have in store for us and yeah so we have to wait for the next announcement it'll be after the games yes (laughs) and then do you have like an instagram or anything like that or any that um that Uh, you can direct people to yeah i I mean i have my personal instagram it's i'm the worst is that that public or is that okay because i'm like i don't want to flood you with i don't want to flood you with our five followers (laughs) no so here's here's the issue though here's the funny thing here's the issue um during this they're promoting our new movie i was so upset because he and marston have a ton of followers they're so popular they have like fifty thousand followers each oh man I have like five. They've never 000. been on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Two hundo. <laughs> I have like five thousand followers and I'm like, I've never cared about Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, that's just sure. so not an important thing right. to me. But I really wanted the swipe up capability so oh that God. I could send people yeah, the links totally. and things like to like to promote the yeah. movie. So I was like, <laughs> I was kept <laughs> bothering our social media guys. Yeah. I was like, hey, repost me. I need more followers. Oh Please, I just want the swipe up. <laughs> That's awesome. So now I'm like, okay, I got to get a little more followers yeah, so I can have the swipe beef up it capability up. for yeah. next year. Yeah, so my Instagram's Mariah.more. Okay, yeah. perfect. It's not Help that interesting. Out. She wants to swipe up. I want to swipe up. We'll we'll repost you on our podcast or yeah, on our podcast Instagram. Right <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> and please watch The Redeemer and Dominic, guys. Yeah, it's so it good. So exciting. Um, you can find it on iTunes. Yep. Amazon. A- a- iTunes, Amazon, CrossFit Journal, other VOD platforms that cool. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> well, you thank so you much. again. Thank you. And we are out of here. Stop button. <laughs>